Welcome to the Walpole High Film Festival's podcast, One Point Perspective, a podcast that explores the world of digital filmmaking and talks to young aspiring filmmakers in high school, college, and beyond. Now here are the hosts of the show, Mike Allen and James Conley. Today's episode of One Point Perspective, we sit down with Ryan Conlon and Dana DiMartino, writers and directors of this year's movie, This Was You. They'll talk to us about what it was like to make their movie and how they felt after it had played last Thursday night. All right, we'd like to welcome Ryan Conlon and Dana DiMartino into the One Point Perspective studio. Welcome. Hello. Hello. For those who don't know, Ryan and Dana, they both directed and wrote. Uh, this was you, and it's their senior project, their senior year, and it's been a, a heck of a run since full-fledged nerd back sophomore year. I remember that was my first year working here, so I remember that one very vividly. First movie. Yeah. So how was making this was you? It was awesome. So our first idea, I think, was very abstract. Had to do with grief and the stages of grief, and going from something like that to a tangible movie is awesome and it's really the people that we had is the reason that it got to where it is is our crew everyone that helped out the producers mr allen mr Connolly, and it's always awesome to see to see a complete project at the end yeah especially having um every crew member fully believe in the project and not just having someone just there because they're chosen but they all chose this movie 100% and me and Dana chose this movie 100% and having everyone believe in it really made the process like fun, enjoyable, efficient. And I'm just so happy that Alan and James gave us like the chance to actually create this like ambitious project that slowly turned into this like fully evolved abstract mess kind of. From my perspective as the producer kind of behind the scenes, your crew reminded me of when we were watching Katie and Felicia with Static. Uh, Not because of the whole abstract piece to it, but because everybody on the crew was constantly working. And typically when everyone's putting in the time and putting in the work, you end up with, you know, the end result that you were looking for. And that's, at least I believe that's what you guys are very happy with, the, the end result here. I know I am. I'm very happy. Like you said, that script was very ambitious. We knew it would be very tough to to pull off and that, you know, you needed kind of everybody on board and you had that. So that was it was actually really awesome to see. And you're right, your crew was awesome. So this was you played on Thursday and it ended the first half of the night. I think a lot of people needed that, you know, 10, 15 minute intermission after it. But how did you both feel that it played when I was playing, I was, like, hiding behind my uh, shirt and stuff. Freaking out a little, but, yeah. But then near the, when the movie started coming towards the end, I could hear, like, Miles, like, crying in the back. So I was like, oh, shoot. So maybe I'm not, maybe I'm too harsh on this movie, on my own movie. Yeah. And then once it ended, everybody started coming up towards us and giving us hugs. And it's just, like, it's just like this line of, like, affection and admiration. And I was just, I was shocked. I was like, wow, this actually hit people and I was just like wow it was it was really cool I think Ryan and I we have a, a hard time like 
just watching it and having a having an honest reaction to it because we're so close to it. More than anything, we were critical of it on the last day when we finished. There were definitely pieces that we were like, oh, I wish we could go back. But seeing people and seeing people's reaction and seeing some people in the audience have like a visceral reaction to it and cry was was I mean just took me took my breath away because certainly it's something that uh, in my audience uh, where I was sitting I didn't like I said we were too close to it but knowing that it really affected some people and and carried the message that we wanted it to carry was really rewarding maybe because I had seen it so many times but I was not expecting that many people to be crying no, and that no. like it's, <laughs> no, yeah. it's nothing against them. I'm not trying to say oh, you're crying, but yeah, that many people crying was not what I was expecting. And I think that um, just goes to show how you took, you know, four kids that people see every day in the hallways. You took that element out of it. Like these were, there were four characters. People were invested in the story. They were, you know, the editing and all that, like it all came together and made something that was just, you know, not Walpole High School. It was like, it was a movie, you know, and yeah. I, that's what you were going for. So that's yeah. exactly what we were going yeah. for. Yeah. And I, I'm very happy with yeah. the end product. So I was more shocked to see like individuals like Daniel Leary and Pat Lanahan discussing it like in McDonald's oh, yeah. afterwards and like to know that it hit them too. It was like, so it's like a widespread like appeal, I guess. Especially for a studio movie, I think it's always hard to kind of, like you said, take away the like, oh, I know Jeff, he's, he's my buddy, he sits next yeah. to me in math class. And the documentaries, they're very raw, but, but uh, this being a studio movie and still carrying that effect to some people was unforeseen. So, yeah. yeah. There is no award that you're not nominated for. <laughs> Um, you even snuck in a little faculty award with Mr. St. Martin. <laughs> yeah. That's, I feel like we cheated that. Yeah, kind of cheated that a little. And I think that alone, I think the Academy noticed that your time went into not just one thing. It wasn't just acting. It wasn't just cinematography. It was, a, you know, you had the attention to detail kind of all around. And like you said, your crew was, I think, the perfect blend of people to kind of take on some things on their own. So at this point of the podcast, for those who have been listening the past few days, probably have caught on by now, we like to read comments that were left from the Academy specifically for us to read to you. Oh, and didn't know this was part of it. No, this is part of it. And it's an exciting, um, I think it's really, really a neat thing that, you know, people were very impressed, but I, I pulled three comments off that I thought were very fitting. So, uh, to speak to the, what we just talked about, um, this one's specifically about cinematography, but it's from Lauren LaRusso, and she says, This Was You was beautifully shot and done, and the work they put into it was evident and worth it. I think that's how you feel, but what do you think? That's, uh, yeah, I mean, with everything, cinematography, I think definitely high on the list, but everything else too, that's our crew. That's just people staying focused, making it fun, coming, coming, shooting for, I mean, we were at the junkyard for what, like seven hours one day yeah. over the weekend. And then we went back and reshot it. So those things can, can get tedious, but I had fun and we had fun. The people were, the right people were there. We managed to divide and conquer and, and definitely, I think Ryan, kudos to you for taking some creative liberty with those, a lot of those shots and, and 
pushing me to to get out of the like this is how you have to shoot it and try different stuff yeah because like from last year for being so restricted with cinematography i thought like finally could do like shots that i've always dreamed of doing or like dreams like the dream sequence <laughs> dream sequence is not to be told yeah. um but like oh is that not a not podcast appropriate i think that's no a cool no, story. no that's, it is. i think that's yeah, very go, so, go into it explain yeah it. please explain this. all right so near towards the end of the movie there's a scene where fake reality emma is looking at reality emma who's looking at flashback emma and i this was the day before the night before i had a dream about this whole sequence and i was like telling dana i was like you just gotta let me do this like and i was like trying to visually show her like with without actually recording but just diagrams and stuff i don't think it was com- i don't think it was clear so i was just like let me just, just let's just see and soon enough it got put in and now i was like if it makes sense to him then let's just put it in and yeah, i'll leave it i think it was successful for the most part yeah like everyone talks about it not everyone well for the most part people talk about it too and they brought it up saying like they were asking like what does it mean and all that stuff and i was like I don't know, in my head, I don't know. Yeah, whatever you think it means, right? Yeah. It's whatever so. you make of it. It was really cool seeing all the all the realities or all the Emmas, if you will, come together at that last, as, you know, kind of at the apex of the movie. And yeah. all three of them are in that same shot. It was, it was, I thought it was really well done, so. Yeah, it was supposed, yeah, it was supposed to be like some like schizophrenia like moment. It was just supposed to be like kind of like a metaphor. Yeah. In a way. I don't yeah. know. I just think yeah. it's awesome that that's something that you dreamed about in yeah. your sleep and put it in the movie. Like it, it's like? there and what it's concrete it? and it's so. And it was labeled cool. the dream sequence. If yeah, because <laughs> we had no yeah. we had no scene number. It was just like oh. when it's the just last few sequence. weeks of filming. That's all you think about. You're like, what's what am I gonna do tomorrow to film and like what yeah. I edit then? And I guess my brain was on yeah. that on that grind in the sleep. <laughs> yeah, very nice. So our next comment is from Michelle Monahan. And she says, I have to take a moment to compliment this was you specifically. What a powerhouse. There were so many strong aspects of this film from the script, the acting, the editing, and the cinematography. The shot of Danielle driving with her head out the window was beautiful. You better believe I scored the crew's social media to find out how they had shot that. I really appreciated the thought that went into the color scheme, the light and dark motifs. I also think it was a great choice for this film to not be chronological. I could go on and on, but overall, it was clear that there was a strong vision for this film, and I think that it was very well executed. Congratulations, Chom Chom crew, on an exceptional film and for showcasing the talents of the Film Fest. That was a long one, but it's good. I like yeah. that. That was yeah. really nice. That's from Michelle Monaghan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any way you can say anything against that. I think she kind of summed it up very well, and it's kind of the theme of our interview right here, but... Uh, everyone is noticing how much went into this yeah. and I think now you're in the fun part where you just sit back and watch it and you know whatever happens tomorrow it happens but just sitting there awards night just being able to you know have fun celebrate and everything and that you know hearing stuff like this is definitely reassuring that you know hey you, you went for it you did it and it paid off so I'm, I'm glad people noticed the little stuff because when we were in the moment and we would sometimes debate like, oh, is this even worth it? And yeah. doing this, is this going to pay off? But having people notice it, that's cool. Yeah. And that's all art direction. Like DA is did a lot of that yeah. stuff, the makeup, the makeup. And, the, and the like shattered glass and all that stuff. But it was fun. It's yeah. fun setting those scenes up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nice to know, like, since we, like, we spent like months 
working on that script and like trying to come up with like a solid like playthrough of how this is gonna work and it's like we, i think we had like pages pages of notes oh, yeah. oh my Cutting, god like every night it'd be some something new but like it all came back to the same idea of like grief but we would text every night and try to change up the plot or like try to figure out what this actual story is and like the play through but like we, it all it always came back to the same overall theme where it's like grief closure and just to know that like people actually notice like how much thought is in this movie because i think the backbone of this movie is like the thoughts and the concepts and like the themes and these characters and it's nice to know that it's paying off and it's being noticed da she did a fantastic job i know halfway through the movie i stopped it and i asked my wife when we were watching and i was like all right do we get this and she's like yeah like i, I get the the band-aids and like the cuts like i'm like i'm not following this right now yeah. it's a different realities and i was like all right play Keep going. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was key was to like huge. making sure that it wasn't going to be a, just a confusing mess and making sure that there's some kind of like a visual key to let you know what, what, what dimension you're in, what reality you're in. And like, DA, how many, she must've done Emma's cut like yeah. 25, 35 times, something like that. Just, when she wasn't there, we were like, oh shoot. Yeah, we, we, we tried to recreate it, it, but it we, just, <laughs> we tried to recreate it. It just doesn't look yeah, the same. Didn't happen. No. All right, and the last comment I'm going to read for you is from a good friend of mine. I actually read one of his for Riley and Tara. I'm going to read another one of his, Chris Barnes. He'll be presenting tomorrow night, so you can meet him. He said, while the goofy shenanigans and digs at teachers is always fun and something I appreciate about WHS films, um, this film broke the mold in a way I always wish I had during my years of filming at WHS. This film transcended beyond the inside jokes and inner workings of WHS in present enriching, realistic, coming-of-age stories that are universally understandable and relatable by any viewer. I think that's what you were going for. That's exactly yeah. what we were going for. I mean, what we went in guns blazing yeah. into the first pitch, pitch meeting. We are like, we need something different. We need to not yeah. do the same... And, and, and like he said, the, the classroom, everybody loves those, right? And we yeah. made it ourselves. We did full-fledged nerd. Well, I did elsewhere, and, and yeah. you did Jane and stuff. So, so everybody loves those, but we wanted something different. We wanted yeah. something with minimal teachers outside of the classrooms, different topics. So it's awesome yeah. that we're not the only ones that <laughs> appreciated that. You're only a student for like six hours of the day, and we're like, what happens like the after like we only and we only had two scenes in the school in the script we added one more just and we kind of included a teacher for that but he was really a coach i think we had like a guidelines or like no comedy break the Walpole <laughs> high school formula move people no don't take place in the school hardly and no teachers because really this is all about like the students and like we really want to showcase like the behind the scenes kind of like these are what people go through and it's like we want to address like the realities of like grief and I think it, we were very successful. If I were you, I'd be very happy with the end product because it was exactly how you envisioned it. And I know at, at the beginning, I didn't, I, I got what you were going for, but I was like, I don't know if I have the same, I'm not locked into the same vision that, that you two had. And uh, once I started to see the, the footage coming in, it was, uh, it was clear that, yeah. all right, they're all in. They know what they're doing. So let's roll, like, roll film fest, as Lindsay Sullivan <laughs> would say. Roll film fest. Yeah. And I think, you're, I think you two, uh, 
are kind of setting up future kids that want to, you know, hey, I don't want to exactly follow, you know, every other movie, you know. Oh, there is, you're right, there is kind of a WHS factor to to some of these movies, and you two kind of proved, hey, it doesn't have to be that way. So I think if you're going to leave that mark on the film fest, I know that Felicia and Katie were big influences, and yeah. at the, especially mm-hmm. in pre-pro, they helped you out, and I think that's, you know, evident that you kind of continued what they were doing with Static and saying, hey, it doesn't all have to be the same. You know, like, one of my biggest worries was, like, since it didn't take place majority in the school, it was like, oh, we're going to have to be after school every single day. We're going to be filming every weekend. But it was like... We got a solution to that. It was just... I, don't, I know people are always like, we're, it has to take place in the classroom because it's easiest to do, but it's like, we had so much time. Well, not so much time. We, we had, had enough wiggle yeah. room to feel comfortable yeah. close to the end. So. And even though it was... Like, we had enjoyable times filming. Like, we still got stuff done, and vacation saved their asses, but... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we still were able to accomplish all those... Like, all those bedroom scenes, majority was in... During, during, class. during, during class time, school. yeah. yeah you that was left. when you snuck into my house. Yeah. I wasn't in film. Well, the, yes, also, Dana was not in film. That should be mentioned, because yeah. she was busting her butt, period five, yeah. coming in and getting if stuff I could done. Do, <laughs> if I could <laughs> redo anything. Yeah. Like you said, you guys would... You were on a mission when you left during film like you have permission to leave the school you went got your thing done yeah. came back and you said vacations i heard a plural in there you your due date was before oh, april break it was just vacation yeah, we had vacation. the phantom vacation at yeah. the end yeah <laughs> it was just a single vacation and that's even more impressive typically yeah. a movie that had as much going on as yours like typically you expect that to be later <laughs> due dates not going to lie but you you were so ahead of the eight ball leading up to due dates that I felt there were other movies that needed that extra time and, and you proved us right. I mean, you, yeah. you guys knocked this one out of the park. And We like thought like the Monday right before the, our due date was the Friday. I think Monday we were like, oh shoot, we're going to need that vacation. But then once, it w- once we stayed after and we're like, okay, yeah, that we're, we're kind of good. That week was insane though. But yeah. But it, it felt nice to yeah. just have it have it complete, have it done. Finished early even on Friday, too. It's like we yeah. were out there by like four. You definitely used your time wisely, which is probably the number one advice anyone can give to kids coming in to make a movie is don't don't waste time. Yeah. Like there's plenty of fun involved in film, mm-hmm. but when you're on the set, when you're when you're, you know, you're locked in. Like you're you're there, you're you're focusing, you're serious and I think uh, your movie this year definitely definitely proves that point. Yeah. So, thank you both for coming in. Thank I'll you. let you get back upstairs. I know right. you got some speeches to write, you know? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Good luck tomorrow yeah. and look forward to it. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, so you on the carpet. Yeah. You've been listening to Walpole High Film Festival's podcast, One Point Perspective.